that smell! Just like cornbread done to Good evening, Metal Faithful. It is I, your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge, the Brat Tamer. And this is the Metal Hammer of Doom, brought to you by American Whammy Productions. Tonight, we are reviewing Fozzy, which is the band fronted by professional wrestler Chris Jericho, uh, which... The band formed in 1999 with the guitarist Rich Ward. We are reviewing their new album, Boom Box, which came out May 6, 2022 on Mascot Records. And joining me tonight, you know him, you love him. He's Dick Titten all over this beast, all over this piece. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, ladies and gentlemen, the brat, Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Oh, wow. My goodness, Mark Radlitz. We're going to be talking about the Ayatollah of rock, rock and roll. roll. <laughs> uh, uh, well, this is going to be exciting. You know, I don't think I went and saw Fozzie in concert once. Really? I don't even think I. Yeah. I think you only went to like one car and said it was like scar symmetry and clutch. <laughs> I think like you've been to two. <laughs> so our local wrestling promotion brought Fozzie in to perform in Parkersburg, West Virginia. You can go on to. YouTube and actually punch in Fozzie and Parkersburg and you'll catch a little two minute video of uh, Jericho yelling at the crowd and saying how much he enjoyed coming to Parkersburg. Uh, but yeah, Which they, is the first. <laughs> yeah, not too many people do. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was it, it was a really really good show. He came out with the old uh, light up jacket. Uh, so this was a few years back. If you remember him in the in the like uh, light up jacket in WWE. Uh, so he put out uh, I'm trying to think of who what the big single was at that point because there was one that I recognized but again I wasn't even listening to the full album at that point in time I'm I don't think I've listened like, to a full album I'm assuming this was like pre-Judas yeah because Judas came oh, out yeah, in 2017 this was right. probably Chasing the Grail well, I love Chasing the Grail that was one of my favorite albums by them I don't know if it was pre-Judas or not, because I'll look it up here. But regardless, this is the first time I've ever listened to a Fozzie album straight through. Yeah, I haven't given uh, I haven't given Chris Jericho a whole lot of attention when it came to his band. First of all, I don't think he can sing. And I've, uh, I've been referring to Boombox as auto-tune the album. Because um, like, that's not his natural voice. I've heard his natural voice. It's not good. And it was like it's. First of all, let me bring out the third member of the panel here. Used to be the first, used to be the second seed, but then he went away for a while to go chase loose women around North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, the metal coop, Robert Cooper. Hi, Natalia. 
Uh, well, she's actually, yeah, she went to sleep, so. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she will uh, greatly appreciate the shout out, though. <laughs> also, I, uh, I almost yelled hi, Natalia, but she's trying to go to bed, so that would be rude. Uh, I've actually listened to, when I back when I was a uh, full-time, part-time metal reviewer uh, slash writer, I listened to their 20, I think it was their 2012 album, Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't love it. There was one song that really stuck with me, Storm the Breaches, and it's like an eight-minute, like, epic, uh, you know, about this guy about to storm the beaches of Normandy, and it was really fucking good and really catchy, and I cannot recommend it enough. I really like some of their stuff off, uh, like Chasing the Grail, God Pounds His Nails is a really good one. Uh, he's got some really good... Uh, guest solos, uh, but I think Zach Wilde does the guest solo in one, and I can't remember who does the other one. I thought it was Marty Marty Friedman, but don't quote me. All right, but, we... I mean, the guy definitely gets some good talent in, in with his band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do kind of agree that, like, yeah, I, like, I like Jericho just fine, but also, like, he's not Bruce Dickinson, you know? Like, I... Like he's karaoke night at best, but you know what? Yes, the, the, yes, the man, yes. the man tries. So, <laughs> the video was uploaded in 2014. I actually have been able to find the set list, so I'll run down the set list real quick. Coop, All you right. tell me if you recognize any of these uh, songs here. Do you want to start a war? Yep, that was. To oh kill- yeah, that was the album that was coming out then. Yep, to kill a stranger, martyr no more. Sin I love that bones. song. Oh, Martin Sin and Moore. Bones. Yeah, Sin and Bones is that album. Okay. She's My Addiction. God God Pounds His Nails. Love that. Died, with, <laughs> died, died with You. Spider in My Mouth. I didn't like that one. I think that one, one has M Shadows on it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. One Crazed Anarchist. SOS, which is an ABBA cover. Sending uh, lights. out an SOS. I'm sending out an a- Sorry. Was that ABBA? I was no, going to say, I don't ABBA. think that that's, was ABBA. That would be the police. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That, I was like, that's not ABBA. Uh, Lights Go Out, Enemy, which I think that might have been the one yeah. that I was thinking of. Yeah, Enemy uh, was from like 2005. I really dug that one. That was actually one okay. of the first songs of his I listened to. All right. Bad Tattoo, and then the encore was Sandpaper and a Crocus cover. Uh, eat the rich. So there you go. There's a set list from back in 2004. Ironic, considering his political leanings. Ah, <laughs> uh, great stuff. Entertaining. I will tell you that he is a showman. Believe it or not, he is. Um, what do you think, Jesse? I, you know, you heard Cooper, and I thought that was pretty accurate that he's karaoke night at best. Um, oh. Yeah. What Metal you... light, I think, is a word that I saw used. <laughs> do you think like I don't I just don't think he's a good like that good of a singer. Like I think you know, is he like utterly off key? No, but like I if he weren't professional wrestler Chris Jericho and like putting his own money into this vanity project, I don't think he would have lasted as a professional musician, as a professional oh, singer. Yeah. If, so if there was that's kinda no, what I'm that's kinda what no... I'm trying to get from you is like what do you like how would you rate him as a vocalist if you're just if you forget about the fact that he's Chris Jericho, former professional wrestler? Right, right. He falls in with. I mean, he doesn't stand out in the crowd. That's for sure. Not mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, you know, if, if he doesn't, if he's not professional wrestler, 
yeah, it's it'd probably be tough for this guy to find a gig or to make at least <laughs> this a living. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's living. A living. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> we said this thing. We said the thing. <laughs> Some quick, somebody make a turkey noise. <laughs> so we, uh, but yeah, I, you know, he doesn't. He definitely doesn't stand out. He's not anything really that special when it comes to vocalizing. Now, when when we listen to this album, though, I mean, I'm not going to find anything to complain about, uh, you know, in regards to you say it's auto tune the album. So there is definite evidence of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, evidence. <laughs> All this over, this but, might be the most like finely produced album I've heard. Like it was like for me, for like I normally don't get all excited about the whole like auto tune thing. I don't get it on a lot of people's case for it. We have we have a tool to make people sound better. It's okay to use it. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Use yeah. your tools, right. right? Right. But I mean, like there's using it to kind of fix a small thing. You know, get a, maybe a richer sound. Then there's you have to fix someone shitty singing. Right. You know, so have you have you had a chance? I doubt you did, but there is a Netflix documentary series called like Pop, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And there is a very interesting documentary specifically in that in those episodes on auto tune and how T-Pain was accused of ruining music because of making it mainstream. Uh, and I would. If you get you a know chance, it's funny I, too. T Pain's actually a really good singer. I know, dude. I they played uh, the NPR thing in that documentary, which was just mind blowing when you listen to him sit there and sing. But again, it's interesting to you know see how he was really like just. I think it was Usher that brought him back uh, on a plane ride. He, he shares this story about how Usher brings him back in, uh, on this plane, plane ride and says, hey, you know you ruined music for me. You ruined music for all of us. Nice. <laughs> he actually, he had, a, he had like the bouts of depression because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then he starts to realize how, uh, you know, this affected the music industry. But regardless, what I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is T-Pain made a living doing it. And he sounds good. He sold a ton of records. Right. Chris Jericho could lean right into it. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> Go for it, buddy. <laughs> Go for it, just, buddy. I guess you can say for the music industry, he was a T-Pain in the neck. No. <laughs> hey, no. Oh, I missed my soundboard. Hey, uh, real waka quick. Waka. So Jesse and I are, are are doing a secret project. We are... <laughs> Uh, we are getting all of the, you know, remember back in the day when we dumped Blog Talk Radio and we jumped on to Spreaker. Um, so all of, so we're we're now in the process of bringing all of the Spreaker stuff back to the Blog Talk Radio account as sort of a backup. You know, in case things don't work out with American Whammy, we don't we don't lose all of our audio content for the last four years. Of course. And uh, as we're um, as we're uploading shows, I go back and I listen to them. I went back and listened to the very first one we did on Spreaker. Because uh, if you remember, like, the test run was Black Panther, and I think we did it on both. We did it on... Yeah. We did it on Blog Talk Radio. It was the very last one we did on Blog Talk Radio, but then that was also on Spreaker. Like, yep. we uploaded it at the time. And then the first one that we officially recorded with Spreaker was Phil Ansamo and the Illegals. Um, ah! Choosing, cho- choosing mental illness as a virtue. Yeah, choosing that... It. 
choosing shitty albums as a virtue. <laughs> um, dude, I laughed my ass off. I just listened to it the other day. I'm crying in the car. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, like, the, oh my god! I keep telling everybody about like Phil Anselmo singing like he's standing in the kitchen cooking bacon naked. <laughs> <laughs> Coop's line about like throwing your pots and pans <laughs> in oh, yeah. a garbage can and rolling it down. <laughs> it was bad. Oh my god, the album was bad. Man. Just we, my son's in the car listening to it, and he's like, he's he's listening to us, and he's watching me laugh, and he's like. You know, Dad, you're you got you and your friends are really funny. Like sometimes <laughs> I don't know what you're making fun of or why you're making fun of it, but it, to hear you make fun of things is really funny. <laughs> I perfect. I, I, I'm telling you right now, man. That 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 is not until we made you take a BDSM quiz have I laughed that hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's such oh, a good show, great. man. Like I look, not not every show we do is a winner, and you know, and you know, some shows are better than others. But that first one, man, that was magic. That's good. Uh, That's good well, I mean, when we, you know, it's it's like they gave us like the perfect fucking target. Oh, hey, shit. do you want to hear this man that's done more heroin than you spent more money <laughs> on heroin than you've ever seen in your life? Right. Try to be poetic. Yeah, it was so bad. We uh, we had a good time with that though. I mean, and and you could hear us like we didn't know if it was all going to work, and we had just figured out how to do the recording on speaker with the music and everything. Good times, Jesse. Good times. That's, that's good. That's good throwback stuff right there, buddy. All right. So who's ready to listen to some uh, boombox? So some auto-tune the album. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Doombox. Doombox. All right. Uh, first song is Sane, then I Still Burn, and then Purifier.
you know, despite my criticisms, Robert, uh, Jesse is having technical difficulties, so he hopefully will be back with us shortly. But despite my earlier criticisms of this being totally auto-tuned on the vocals, I mean, he's backed up by a halfway decent band. This is, you know, three halfway rockin' good tunes here. Sane's good. We did the video for it uh, last week. Um, I Still Burn starts off a little slow, but that's that's not the worst thing ever, and then it picks up. And that Purifier song pretty pretty much kicks ass. Yeah, I mean... You know, as I'm listening to, uh, as I was listening to the album, I really was digging it. Like, I really liked uh, that first song a lot more than when we were playing the video of it. Like, yeah. I think when it's by itself, I think it stands out a little more, as funny as that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I kind of feel like when it's, uh, you know, when it's trying to, I guess, do its own thing it doesn't necessarily stand out in the most impressive way uh with the video playing but i mean i really i actually really dug this album because i think rich ward's a really solid guitarist and the rest of the band really hold up on their own uh i mean jericho it's one of those like i just even if his vocals were total shit i just couldn't hate the guy mm. yeah i mean he definitely leans into you know, I think about like celebrities who just say from the, the the field of acting, who uh, they start bands and stuff, and like Billy uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Remember that? Yeah, I was actually I think of like Johnny Depp too. We you know J- Johnny Depp started a band, and you know he didn't make a huge deal about it. It was just like this is something else I want to do. I want to say like uh, there was a country band. Oh gosh, um, it's like Chris Christopherson, uh, Johnny Cat, the Highwaymen. Like, you know, it was like, okay, this is just another thing that I want to do, and I'm afforded the ability to do so because I'm a famous celebrity on all that, which is pretty cool. Um, so, like I, like, I don't... Jericho's band, Fozzie's, got several albums here. You know, Fozzie and Happenstance, was like, which from what I was reading, I think are all like covers albums, but then you have All That Remains, Chasing the Grail, Sin and Bones, Do You Want to Start a War, Judas, and now Boombox. He's got... A fair amount of albums here. Somebody likes this stuff, or they wouldn't let them keep doing it. So, you know, I you know, I'm looking at the the chart positions here. If I, Fozzy in 2000 was 27 and 32 on the U.S. charts. Happenstance was 32 and four. Chasing the Grail got all the way up to six. Six on the U.S. Chasing the Grail was really good. I like that album a lot. Um, Sin and Bones was number one in the U.S. at one point. And then it charted. Wow. Yeah, it charted 143 overall in the U.S., 13 on the U.S. hard rock, um, 25 in the U.S. indie, uh, U.S. rock was 47, and then U.S. sales, 143. Um, it chart. Do you want to start a war chart in a whole bunch of places? It charted the highest at number nine on the U.S. hard rock chart, and then um, Judas at number seven. And now all the AEW fans fucking sing the song. <laughs> um so, like, I, I don't take anything away from Chris Jericho's band. Like I said, I don't love his vocals. Obviously, he needs a lot of help. But the rest of the band, I think, more than makes up for it. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree. All right. I going- too. Oh, good. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse, what do you think of those two songs? Well, I will say that I really enjoyed saying uh, we- I know that's the video that we covered. And I remember when I was checking out the video's to determine which one we were going to cover Sane and I Still Burn really stood out to me I enjoyed them uh, I, I, th- I thought that what I was hearing really had me psyched to hear what was going to be on the rest of the album 
Uh, so Purifier, uh, you probably played it. I didn't hear it, and I can't remember what it sounds like. So perfect. <laughs> uh, Satan and I still burn, though. I know those ones pretty well. So um, yeah, there you go. All right, let's go ahead and hear some more music. The next three songs that we're going to listen to are as follows. That's how you know I'm like stalling for time. Um, Army of One, Ugly on the Inside, and Relax, Go Through It When You Want to Go To It. I sleep with one eye open I never trust in anyone And I'm always standing on the edge But these bones have been broken I'm not afraid of a little blood But I would rather die than just give in Before they lay me down beneath the roses and the stone I will find the truth, the peace that I've been looking for In my head, in my head, I'm an army of one Fighting war after war, cause I will lay down my gun I will always believe that we were meant to be free There's no surrender Army of one, there's no surrender in this army of one. Your frame, impeccable from there to feet, and you.
Jesse Starker says, relax. Fucking relax. Don't do it. Relax. That's what he says. You got to scheme those schemes, baby. <laughs> With them laser beams. <laughs> Hit me. Hit me. Hit me with those laser beams. I didn't, you know, it's oh, funny. Yes, I listened to it once, I think, when I was working out, and so it was just kind of background noise while I was lifting. I was getting fucking swole. Swole, right? Getting yeah. swole, right? Get swole. You see my biceps now. You yeah, you can see them because like we're on camera for a lot of for a lot of our shows. You ever see see my muscles yeah. rip, see my rippling biceps, Jesse? Oh, rippling. Yes. Rippling. Goodness. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I didn't. Even, so I might have registered at the time, and then I probably forgot about it. So when I was, I was joking initially when I was reading off the song titles. I'm like, oh, they didn't really cover "Frankie Goes to Hollywood." They mo- they most certainly did cover "Frankie oh, yes, Goes to did. Hollywood," which, by the way, yes, they did. So you know, you know me. I like to do. I like to get my kids like T-shirts for the big outings that we go to. I don't do it for everything. Like we decided that we didn't need Morbius T-shirts, but we definitely got T-shirts for the Batman. Jokes on you. You couldn't find them. <laughs> and then you uh, had the same problem when you walked into the theater. Couldn't find anybody. <laughs> um. So for Doctor Strange, we got T-shirts and all of that. And I, t- I said to my son, I was like, okay, what do you want T-shirts? For? What movie do we do we need T-shirts for? Jurassic Park. He's like, we totally need them for Top Gun. It's like you're not wrong, but um, I'm taking my kids to go see Tears for Fears and uh, Garbage. So Lily picked out a sh- <laughs> Lily picked out a shirt. Um, it did not say the queerest of the queer, though we looked for one because that that was what Melissa wanted. She was like, we should totally get Lily, our 11 year old daughter, who's like, you know, any anything having to do with romance on screen, she averts her eyes like you know, like she's a vampire and it's sunlight. But no. yes. <laughs> Yes, we need to get my 11-year-old daughter a shirt that says the queerest of the queer. Um, fucking garbage t-shirt. <laughs> Needless to say, that didn't happen. She just got one with the logo on it. So I got my son a shirt that says everybody wants to rule the world, you know, by Tears for Fears. All right, so they got their mm-hmm. t-shirt. I'm like, I can't not get one. So you know what I got, Jesse? Tell me. I got a t-shirt that says, Frankie says, Relax. Ah, wonderful. Yes. So I'm going to be sporting my yes. Frankie Says Relax t-shirt when we go see Tears for Fears next month. It's going to be for my birthday, by oh. the way. Oh, well, that's great. Happy birthday. Happy, happy early birthday. I think you should wear a trash bag. <laughs> Why? Why should I wear a trash bag? Garbage. Because then you too would be garbage. The queerest of the queer. Do, 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 do. do Never do, heard that do, song do. before. Yeah, you have. Do, 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 do. I, I really haven't. Really, Coop? You haven't heard the queerest of You're the about queer? To. Shut up, Jesse. Oh, good. Are we about to listen to seven different covers? <laughs> I hate that you guys know the gimmick. Uh, well, I mean, there was that time that I was like, I don't know this Madonna song, and it turns out I've heard it 800 times. Oh, here it is. Find. 
the queerest of the Koopa. So, when did that come out? Queer? Yeah, that was er <laughs> mid-90s. <laughs> when did Queers come out? Hey! <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, here. no. Big Slim Dog. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Big Slim Dog. Eight pound balls. Stupid girl. <laughs> Ooh, stupid girl. Didn't it's mid-90s, have I'm to pretty fake sure. it. Yeah, I think it's 1995. Um, I'm, I'm double-checking it now because I, I, they, they put out an anniversary of it, a 20-year anniversary, but I'm double-checking to make sure I have the right the right date here. People are like, it's 90, 1995, you dumb fuck. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, yes. You need the uh, internet to confirm that, please. Yes, sir. Uh, garbage. Okay. Self-titled. 20, uh, 1995. Okay. All right. By the way, that yeah. song still rocks to, to this day. Still still love to listen to it. What did you think of it, That's Cooper? good. I thought it was not garbage. <laughs> glad, you, <laughs> glad you enjoyed it. Hey, let's talk about Fozzie again. Um, Jesse, I'll start with you. Army of One, Ugly on the Inside. I liked Ugly on the Inside. I, you know, again, one of the slower songs, but I think they did a good job with it. And their cover of Relax was just ducky. Right. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Relax. I remember I immediately messaged you as soon as it hit. I was like, oh, I know for a fact Mark Rattles is going to enjoy this cover. <laughs> uh, yes, Army Army of One. Uh, I think that is probably one of the uh, one of, one of my favorite tracks off of here. I wouldn't say it's my absolute favorite but it's it's up there i i kind of dig that one ugly on the inside's fun when you listen to it and the lyrics uh and you know kind of uh what chris jericho is getting at when he's when he's singing this that song it's pretty good um but as for those three yeah we've got some solid songs i don't mind a cover i mean relax don't do it i mean when you want to come <laughs> when you want to go to it <laughs> when you want to come down it's a very like <laughs> very sexual song my goodness like that thing is so sexual what's the metal hammer of doom extra <laughs> right what'd you think coop i mean i'm not gonna lie as soon as i heard that cover come on i said man mark's got mark's gotta be loving this <laughs> this is his favorite album of the year <laughs> i think yeah. this is our first cover of the year uh maybe i'd have to go back and see what else we did uh, we are in May right now. We've done quite a few of these, but uh, it's uh, you're probably not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I can't really recall any. Uh, still, the best cover of all time is that time Sepultura covered the Ultraman Seven Ultra Seven theme, because <laughs> I got to explain Ultraman to everybody. I actually have a coworker that, uh, no joke, he did the he did the pose for it, and I'm like, oh, the Ultra Beam. And he's like, how the hell do you know about this? This is my childhood. I'm like, aha, I don't have a life. <laughs> I, sir, have to, nice. I, sir, have Tubi. Oh, is that on Tubi? I believe so. Oh, shit. Okay. There is a is lot that... of good shit on Tubi. I don't know if you have had a chance. But I've not checked it out. Stuff... You know it's actually owned by Fox. It's. I had no idea. Well, because I keep thinking Tubi's just this little like dinky. Nah, man, it's owned by Fox. Like it ain't. It's it's got it's big money free, behind and it. If, if you can deal with the ads, like the ads aren't like we watched a one hour show and it had probably 
I don't know, 30 seconds to 45 seconds of ads. Uh, I mean, it's better than, uh, do you remember when Hulu had ads? (laughs) Did you ever try to watch Uh, a movie with your ad blocker on? No. It was pretty fucking funny. I once watched Jinro the Wolf Brigade for Valentine's Day because, spoilers, at the end he kills the girl. And I was like, yeah, I'm depressed on Valentine's Day. This is great. Uh, but anywho, so like the first time you do the you do the ad block, it's like, all right, 10 seconds. And then it increases time. So by the time I hit like commercial number 15 for this two hour movie, I was I was like, all right, cool. It's going to be six minutes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, man, I miss when they used to have ad-supported versions of uh, streaming sites since now everybody has to have their own fucking streaming site. When nice. when are we going to have the American Whammy streaming, streaming site? Oh, I'm sure Ooh. that's coming. I'm sure that's coming. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that uh, Ed singing ship to depart. <laughs> All right. Are right, you ready to move on to the next three? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, guess what, Jesse? We don't have to do, we don't have to do ad reads anymore. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Had, oh wow. I'm yeah. Real. Why, Why don't we ad read? do ad reads? Uh, because we no longer have sponsors. Um, I don't know what happened. Our our person in charge of ad sales told me that we are no longer. Um, we don't have to do the ad reads anymore. At this point, we're just giving away like free publicity for them. Uh, so because they're, they're not paying us, and like, okay, I guess I won't do them anymore then. Um, I don't know. I yeah, don't. Yeah, they, they were un- probably like. What the fuck's an American whammy, and why have we been paying them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the ins and outs of that particular thing are. I just know that I don't have to be like, hey, this next segment's brought to you by Grammarly or anything like that. But, Jesse, I would like to know, Tommy, when we come back, yeah. what, what the Angry Metal Guy thinks of all this. Oh, my goodness. I have everything ready to go for that. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to our next three... Now- I, I need to stop before you get into this. Oh, for fuck's sake. I want you to pay attention. No, I want you to pay attention to yes, the first 10 seconds of track seven. Okay. You need to tell me what clutch song this is. All right. We got, I, you know what? I I meant to follow up with you, but I was busy doing personal stuff. Um, personal That's fine. Meaning, now, meaning, now it's time. Now it's time for you to get me an it was, answer. It Let's was go. personal cardiovascular activity. I, Look at that. That man so is on his regiment still. So I told you I worked in porn, right? I've, 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 we've, we've discussed this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that a story the, or two. I okay. mean, yeah, that girl got literally like she looked like she yeah. got hit with like semen rain. Yeah. Yeah. She got slimed. Um, Christy Miz got up and going to the choice awards. Am I right? Christy Miz got up. She's like, I feel so funky. Um, okay. So yes. So you guys know that I wrote ad copy for extreme associates. Um, (laughs) uh, so I'm just going to say that I know, I know being a film person, this is really how I should have started this whole story. I shouldn't keep talking about my (laughs) illustrious career and, Porn advertising, but, um, <laughs> emphasis on lust. <laughs> but uh, did you know, Jesse, that I actually took a directing class when I was in college? Oh, for no porn? kidding! <laughs> no stage directing, you asshole! Oh, oh, okay. So, so you've never learned how to not get your fucking camera lens off that man's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I know how to get a good shot. I know where to put the camera. I know how to angle it. You know, Jesse, I know how... I can be a director of photography um, if I need to be. 
Okay. All right. And so uh, I was I was filming a uh, movie before we started tonight, which is why I was late and what <clears throat> and why I never got a chance to listen to Know Where to Run Again and figure out which clutch song it was. That's what I was trying I, to tell you. Oh, am, so we I did not realize. I'm sorry. What was that? Realize. I said, "Are we doing nine o'clock again?" I thought it was ten o'clock. <laughs> well, it was nine thirty, but I was at nine thirty. I'm like running out of my room while I'm throwing my underwear on. Like, I'm coming, guys. I'm coming. But, and then we were like, "But you already did that, Mark." I mean, how would you have known at that point? I mean, so let's just say, oh, Christy Mist felt a tent. Look, a, it's not like when I'm doing cardiovascular activities, the fucking bat signal goes up and we, like, you know, let Gotham know that. You know, well, I mean, it's a good thing it's not a German dungeon born because they're up the scat <laughs> signal would go off. What are you? I'm Shiza Man. I am vengeance. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am the knight. I am in the, in the, like in a stereotypical like it was Cleo. <laughs> fucking pops in <laughs> and she's like, "You are about to go to jail, baby." <laughs> All right. Anyway. So no, Jesse, I haven't had an opportunity to re-listen to the song and figure out which clutch thing I was. I was. I didn't uh, realize. I had no idea that this was going to be that big of a production, but all of a sudden <laughs> you started talking about a production. Okay, I was. I was. That's uh, great. I, I was that's filming wonderful. an independent film t- this evening. Oh, that's okay. Cool. Oh, he was doing a one-man show. <laughs> oh no, there oh. was there was two men involved, um, and one of those oh, men was okay. a woman. Uh, what I mean, it, you know what I am. I am on the up and up with what the kids. I am all for your alphabet soup rights. You you I'm, do you and you do him. Done did. I have one question before we move on with the next three songs, and then we find out what the angry metal guy thinks of all this. Okay. Jesse, when did the show get this sexual? Like, it's been a gradual thing. It's you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like anal sex, where like you just don't I'm jam the it right wrong in. Like, to ask. <laughs> it's the wrong you gotta, person to ask. You gotta you gotta slide it in gently. You gotta kind of trick them that it's happening. Um, we were okay. you gotta you gotta give it a little foreplay, and at yeah. this point, we're just like hug you hardcore. <laughs> but that's the thing, like. It, it was gradual, right, Cooper? Like, it didn't start off this way. It wasn't like, welcome to the Metal you know, welcome to the 411 Music uh, Review Podcast. Fuck shit, Dick Titten. You know, it, you know we <laughs> it, yeah, took no, some time. I, I feel like it's been since I came back from, uh, from my damn woman who took all my lamps exodus. <laughs> Jesse, does that track for you? Does it, did it, did, did the... Did the sexual nature of our metal review, of our metal album review podcast start in earnest when Cooper came back, or you know, I don't know. I think there was light flirting going on between you and I before that. Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, it, 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 it all started when I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to, you want to, anything else you want to add to this part of the conversation, or are you like, please, fuckers, move this on? I would really like for you to tell me what clutch song this. <laughs> Nowhere to run is. Yes, Please. my love. Yes, my love. Here Please. we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going. Here we go. Begging you. Nowhere to run. My great wall and what hell is like. 
I'm not wrong. It's Wishbone, right? I uh, let me tell you, I spent probably a very long time uh, for my lunch break today trying to figure this out. And I swear it's a clutch song. I don't think it's Wishbone. You don't think it's Wishbone? I I heard. I don't think it is because it is it is very 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 distinct. All right, hang on. Let me try this one more time. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. We're gonna figure this out. Oh no, we're not. (laughs) We're gonna dictate and die trying. wasn't any of those all right after no, I, admittedly I after a while seven. i gave up and just started playing random clutch songs but i want you to play seven sham because i think that's the closest i came to thinking that that's what that is but do the comparison I, I real quick was, and we'll I see how long elephant. i am. see i even thought it was wishbone or elephant riders to be honest with you okay I, I, when you when you said no to wishbone i was like maybe it's animal farm but that's too fast and then I was just kind of fucking right. around. I was trying to think. Do of something you hear else. the song though? Can you hear the song that I'm I talking can, about? I can, and I can, and it's and I think I have it. And then you're like, no, and I just feel like you're being a woman about it. I feel like I'm right. Nah, about <laughs> you. And that was play your first seven mistake. jam. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll end it on seven jam, and then we can go to the next two. All right, fine. Here we go. Okay, I, I was closer with Elephant Riders. I think it's Elephant Riders. Cooper, you just heard a, just a mishmash of all kinds of shit. What do you think? I think 
that in towards the bridge on the way to the chorus, they totally rip off Godzilla by Blue Oyster, oh, Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> okay. Anything else, sir? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, when you had them playing side by side, I was like, all right, I know it's not that. Okay. And now that we've been kind of smattering them through, it's really hard to keep everything straight. It's kind of like... <laughs> It's very similar to when I walk into a locker room. It's very hard for everybody to stay straight. I understand. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's play the other two songs of this uh, this block, and then we'll uh, we'll come back. Here we go with the other two songs. Jesse Starcher, what does the angry metal guy think of all this? Oh, that's a good question. Unfortunately, I don't have an answer for you. As the angry metal guy does not appear to have reviewed this album. But do you think the angry metal guy is a rigger? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what would make him angry. I mean, he's probably into role play for sure. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that that's the case. But yeah, you know, it, it, someone that is that angry, they wish to express themselves upon somebody by rigging them up. So I'll go with an affirmative on that. How's that? I, I think... Sound good? I, I, I'm with you. 
But I would also like to okay. add that, that I think the Angry Metal guy is totally a brat tamer. Okay. All right, then. I was going to say <laughs> he's an exhibitionist right. myself. You think so? All right. What if he's vanilla? What if I ran the same I'd, joke I'd into the ground surprised. for weeks at a time? Then <laughs> it wouldn't be this podcast. <laughs> That's correct. That's all we correct. do. It's very we drive jokes into the ground. Metalinjection.net gave Boombox a 7.5 out of 5. Then, over here on loudersound.com, they gave it 3.5 stars. Our friends over at, is this the Razor's Edge? No, they did not give it a rating. They just uh, gave it a, a wordy review. Uh, listen to this. I wanted to talk about this real quick because webisjericho.com <laughs> says, now they didn't give him an official review. There's no way. I uh, think but that they have an agenda. There's a bias there. I'm just going to say that. Fozzie finds Hook City on Boombox. Uh, so I wanted to read this and get your guys' thoughts on this real quick. We called it Hook City. One hook after another, he said. You don't write a verse, a pre-chorus, and a chorus. You write a short verse, then a chorus, and then a bigger chorus. And that was what we always went for. And so what they're saying is that they feel that Fozzie found Hook City with Boombox here. Do you agree with that, Mark Rattlish? Does that do you notice like that kind of a structure as you're listening to these songs, or what? What, what would you say? No, I think I think this is a very crowd pleasing album. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's over it's way overproduced, but I think yeah. most people like we, I'm looking for things to talk about with it. Uh, so I'm noticing how overproduced it is, but I think if you just threw it on for a regular like Ham and Egger while he's lifting like I do at the gym, just fucking lifting, just getting mm -hmm. sweaty, right? Getting vascular, right? That's great. With I, this on I really hope you're. I, there must be some lady out there that's listening to this podcast right now that's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I touch myself. Did he say Brat Tamer and vascular in the same <laughs> podcast? Um, so yeah, if you're out there and you know you're 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 at the gym and you're exercising, um, you know whatever, and you got this on in the background, yeah, like I can you can get down to this, you know, um, you know if you're, what you know if you have it on while you're doing any kind of like physical activity, you know, cleaning up the house, yard work, working out, running, whatever, uh, just driving in your car, thinking about Backing off. You know, thinking about that girl Go on Tinder. driving your car and whack off at the same time. Thinking about that girl on Tinder who, like, contacted you and you said hello and then it takes her an hour and a half or a day and a half to answer back and you're like, where'd you go in the six seconds it took me to answer you? Wait, people are answering you back? Occasionally. Not, in, sorry, I had to go with that meme. Like, in, so wait, you guys are getting responses? In theory, because it's not like I'm on Tinder because I'm married. Blink blink we are the millers <laughs> I, mean, I haven't been on tinder in well you have natalia seven oh. eight months yeah I have, because you, i have natalia you have natalia hi natalia, <sighs> hi, natalia. Yeah, no, thank god too yes hi 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 natalia hi natalia no she is the best around don't uh, don't put a finger in her butt while she's sleeping on this podcast Sleeping on the podcast or in general? Okay. Jeez. Don't 
while the podcast is recording and she's sleeping through the podcast, put a finger in her butt. That would be rude. No, I would never do that. That okay. would be uh, I mean, what, that definitely would be a great A pain in the ass. It really would. Coop. And you sh- shouldn't do Coop. it while we're recording. Coop. Yes. <laughs> when when does a joke become a dad joke? <laughs> when it bears fruit of its loins. When the punchline is apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Waka waka waka. All right, are we ready to move awesome. on to the next three and, and call it call it a night, or did we have anything else to talk about? Because I've honestly lost track of what we were what we were uh, talking about. Roxins, we talking about Roxins. butt stuff. I mean, Roxins. we're always talking about butt stuff. What are we not <laughs> talking about butt stuff? I know we're like a fucking colonoscopy. There's always butt stuff to be had. Uh, Rocksins.com. Eight out of ten. Desperately trying to keep this podcast on track. Rockandloadmag.com. Eight out of ten. Rockandload. Then you have Metalwani.com. Eight out of ten. Ooh, Metalwani covered this? Interesting. Yep. Yep. They're, uh, uh, they're consistent across the board here. We're not getting anything. And I think the lowest thing I saw was a six. Uh, and this was somebody that wasn't impressed compared to their last album. So, I mean, if you're doing that, then maybe, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people really appreciate what this album is on its own. So 8 out of 10 for most of what I'm seeing. And I, I kind of agree. I mean, it's not horrible. It's it's decent. It's yeah. not bad. So It's perfectly serviceable. But yeah, I'm ready for the next three. That's right. I'd service it all day. Absolutely, it's like it's like a Snapchat hooker, perfectly serviceable. Uh, see, I was right. gonna say it's like a all dairy diet, perfectly okay. solid. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Next, the last we saw. Uh, that is of not the a night. stool I would want to be involved with. <laughs> Omen, the worst is yet to come in the Vulture Club.
right. You know what? I was uh, I was a little reticent about doing this review tonight. I was like, eh, you know, I'm doing it because formerly the American Whammy Network was at one point wrestling to the max podcast, and you know, we we do have a high amount of wrestling fans that uh, that listen to us, and so I was like, okay, anything that's wrestling related, I'm always going to lean towards of all the albums that were out, so I was like, we got to do Chris Jericho's album, but I was like, I'm not excited about this, I I, I don't think it's going to be that great. This was not bad, Jesse, this was, if I could stop talking about butt stuff for just a moment. Um, if you could. If, if I could. you could. I, it's not hard, or easy. That's what she said. <laughs> um... But if I could be serious for a moment, it's not a bad album at all. I, I, as much as Chris Jericho annoys me, uh, I think he, I think he and his band put together a perfectly serviceable and competent album. Um, I would give it B minus. Okay. Oh, B minus. Yeah, I don't want to grade okay. too heavy. I don't want to grade too high because I know there's going to be a lot better albums than this I this year. I can understand not giving him uh, not giving them an A, but I mean B minus. Okay. Listen, if, this, if I were the I critically mean, acclaimed guys, this would get a solid C because everything is okay. average. Better right. than average is right, C plus. Then. That's the, that's their grading scale. By the way, have you have you ever heard critically acclaimed? Their grading scale is either C plus, C, or C minus. <laughs> so it's average, better than average, or not better than average. Correct. Below average. <clears throat> Below average. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Makes complete sense. Um, Okay, I'm going to read off some... I've listened to this album, like, I don't know, probably... Again, background music is a, a good descriptor here. Yeah. Because there isn't anything that is completely offensive to where you're just like, oh my gosh, turn that off. But there isn't anything else that really grabs you. But I will, you know, I, I will turn this up and listen to it and enjoy it. Uh, so I'll throw out some bands here. Like, I'm on aslyrics.com, which they do a a fun, you know, little thing at the end of the lyrics where it says, Hey, if you like this song, you may also like, so I'll throw out some bands here and you guys kind of can chime in to tell me if you think, yeah, this definitely sounds like something that fits in with these other bands. So looking at just Omen, uh, the first band that they listed there was Hoobastank. Hoobastank. So, the Hooba. <laughs> Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Uh, so I'll agree with that. That this kind of feels a little bit. Yeah, sing it, sing it. Uh, that was that a video that we covered? We yes, covered that one didn't we? Mark? We, we yeah, reviewed. Yeah, I just um, I just repost or re, not, re-aired or no, not even. I built the page because it was one of the ones that got skipped for the Hoobastank album a couple of weeks ago. And uh, you yeah, reviewed think, Hoobastank. We reviewed a. I we think did. for like Thanksgiving. Like, oh, was that did. the turkey? That was the turkey that year. Probably. We, we did three Metal Hammer of Dooms. Uh, yeah, extras, extras on 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 so. three different Hoobastank. Uh, yes, and it was and it what is it? The mission, the the diversion, the, the virgin, the something. What's the I, name of the damn song? The, Fuck the Verve. No, no, the Verve. Okay. <laughs> the the Vim, the Verve. Hoobastank. <laughs> Uh, I just I remember the one. The reason that's the name of the song. The reason. Oh yeah, I think, yeah, that's the I, song. That's the big song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna look it up. I want now. I'm curious to see which ones we did. Well, the, one of them wasn't one of them like in a. I'm try, I'm probably getting this confused, but wasn't there like uh, an anger therapy or maybe that? No, was that was that was, that was temper temper. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. And that was from Oof. Bullet for My Valentine. Miss, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's... Bullet Four. Okay. Valentine. So we did no. Crawling in the Dark. We did This Is Gonna Hurt. And we did The Letter. Oh, we didn't even do The Letter. Oh, the that's le- the one. I, we I did mean... The Letter, not The Reason. Okay. Huh. Yeah. And we were, we were like making fun of how, you know, the, <laughs> well, I don't know if we were making fun of that one. If I remember right, that one's pretty serious. Um, it's been a while. But that never stopped anyway, us. Is it weird that I want to play these no. now? <laughs> Not actually weird at all. It's just, does it, should I, is the question you should be asking yourself. Should I play these now? The answer is most likely no. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Blackstone Cherry, Atreyu, uh, Hoobastank again, and what was the other one? Hoobastank! Here? I oh, wouldn't Iva. give them a penny back. <laughs> That's not how that works. No. <laughs> so it got no, you can't do that. Uh, so shine down the memes is not good. Is not how this works. No. It's only gum. Why you have to be mad? So shine down. That's another one that they list here. Six a.m. Anyway, yeah, all those bands that uh, are being mentioned there definitely have this kind of sound. It's heavier type of deal. It's it's kind of. Um, you know, it was a good time. I'll just put it that way. It was a good time. All right, Coop, Coop. take me home. Take take me home, baby doll. Country roads. Uh, uh, Logan Lucky was a really good movie, by the way. Just saying. I've not seen it yet. That is uh that is the climax of the movie that is involved, and it is not very nice and very entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I would say this album's probably you know. <laughs> did did a, you say climax? Sorry, go ahead. That was about the only time that's usually mentioned in my day. Hi-o! Hey. Hey. But yeah, I, I would say that your, uh, your summation is fairly accurate. Solid, you know, 7 out of 10. Like, if this is your favorite album of the year, cool. Like, <laughs> this is going to hit somebody's, like, this is going to hit somebody's happy spot. Sure. The one that's between F and H. Like, yeah, like it, it's going to hit somebody's spot, and somebody's going to love this, and that's great. Is Otherwise, this, it's this is the spot. Is this where you like it? Uh, that is. Is this enough foreplay? <laughs> Am I done now? Did you finish? Uh, yeah, well, it's it's all right. As a man, I've learned receiving it. Or you receiving is not foreplay for them. <laughs> I it is amazing we don't get more like comments about this show like will you fucking guys shut up with your sex talk and just talk about the album because so we get <laughs> listeners and it's amazing to me that people are because we used to get that remember the remember Jesse remember oh yeah oh, do you remember no. that we would oh, not I be know. on t- we would not be on topic for entire shows and we would get comments back going Jesus criminy Christ would you please just talk about the album and we're like no and I'm like what's an album I thought this was our I thought this was our sequel to Dr. Ruth well last to- time I tried to critically like weigh in on an album I said math core and the fucking internet broke <laughs> so <laughs> and that's why Jesse doesn't care that we don't stay on topic. He was just like, look, anything right. I say is going to be fucking wrong anyway, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Mark. I mean, Talk about your throbbing like cock. The, it's fine. 
I mean, it's just like, you know, the old joke about Michael J. Fox in the ice cream parlor. That, okay. You know, they asked him, what type would you want? He says, doesn't matter. I'm just going to drop it anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> but anywho, yeah, I mean, this album is... Uh, I mean, what, what, how do I follow that up? You don't, I mean, it's really hard to, because the guy's shaking the entire way. Uh, God damn. Yep. God damn. Ooh, man, it's so good, he can't even sit still. Uh, Yikes. Anyway. Oh, good night. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this album here, very solid album got a really solid cover buried in the middle of it which is very nice a nice surprise uh it's it, it's it's almost like you know you're eating a sandwich and you get one bite of like your favorite flavor and you're like oh, i didn't expect that to be here otherwise like yeah some really solid songs it is well produced very solid uh like i said seven out of ten can dig all right folks that is our review of fozzy boombox and um Next week, we're taking the Wednesday off. Uh, it'll be myself and Jesse. I'm hoping, Jesse, that my kids don't flood the toilet this time. I'm hoping okay. this time my I would wife... Love, I'd love for a less, uh, a less what, contentious episode. Me not having the, a fucking uh, mental breakdown in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'd like that. You I know? would like to get through this entire show without having to turn my camera off while I run and deal with 87 different problems with my family. I want at least four references to me being your primary, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have Melissa just on camera, staring intently at you. <laughs> She's not gonna say anything. I just want you two to make eye contact. Uh, Don't break eye contact with my wife. That's oh, you. Ha- that's how you assert your dominance. That's what I was telling somebody the other day while they were eating a hot dog. <laughs> If you if you if you just maintain eye contact the entire way, you will assert your dominance. That's what I keep telling people. Um, so anyway, yes, Jesse and I. All of that to say that Jesse and I will be reviewing Homicide: Life on the Street season six, and then we're back, and Robert Cooper is taking over like Rover for Watain, the agony and ecstasy of Watain, and then the day before my birthday, the first day of LBGTQ month. Everybody, woo! It's Pride Month, baby. We're kicking it off with Def Leppard, one of my favorite bands, who I'm going to see this summer with my daughter. Um, Diamond Star Halos. Then the following week, oh, Jesse, creator, hate Uber Alice. Then another week off to do Homicide Life on the Street, uh, uh, season seven. And then we're back (laughs) with another Lordy review. Hopefully this one won't won't get lost to time because I had a power shortage. Um... Oh, and then yeah. we end the month of yeah. June with Alestorm, seventh rum of the seventh rum. Uh. All right. Uh, so yeah, plugs. Do we have anything fun, Jesse? Uh, well, you know what? I have a few things on the agenda. Oh yeah, Go on the big time, the big time agenda, <laughs> big time calendar. On Matter your, fact, on your own feed. It. That is correct. Uh, so today, Coop, you ever heard of the DC Vigilante Anarchy? I have. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he at one time became a Batman villain. That's right. That is correct. So, Unspoken Issues dropped today on the 
source material comics feed and we did four stories uh so it was me Derry, and dean compton who is an unabashed he said it right there on the podcast he's an unabashed anarchist and we got a lot of anarchy lessons not only about the comic book character but as a philosophy as well <laughs> uh so uh, it was uh, it was really interesting. If you have a chance, check that out. We we had a good time just talking about the kind of crazy stuff that Anarchy gets into uh, in the DC universe. You know, it's all street level at first, right? The first like three stories we talk about are all like him dealing with Batman, him him running into Robin, and then the four issue miniseries that drops like the first issue he's like dealing with the demon and then he's on apocalypse dealing with the, is it the kiss the dark demon? side <laughs> no it's not the kiss he's demon. dealing with uh, dale torborg uh, <laughs> it's crazy um but anyway yeah it, it if you get a chance you check that out it's about an hour and a half that dropped uh, that dropped today last week mark radlich and myself talked about shattered empire source materials coverage of the road to as one guy put it on twitter nowhere in particular uh, it was supposed to be the road to, to force awakens but the book was just like some of the smattering of just poe dameron's parents and what they did for the rebellion and it wasn't like the road to force awakens really uh now the plan is and coop you're old enough i you know i know you're a young pup compared to me but you may be old enough to remember a cartoon called G.I. Joe Extreme. Do you remember that at all? I, I've i heard about it. I've not actually okay. ever got to really watch it. Uh, right. If I'm not mistaken, it was the whole them trying to cash in on the 90s trend of like, Extreme! Right, right. Yeah, I mean, they, they redo all of G.I. Joe. Like, it's a whole different set of characters. Uh, you have the, the evildoers are Scar, led by Iron Claw, so tomorrow, Dean and I are supposed to sit down and talk about the four-issue miniseries and then the four-issue ongoing, which ended at issue four on, like, part one of a story. So they were like, hey, we're going on a hiatus, and they never came back. <laughs> so that'll be a lot. <laughs> As ten things tend to happen. Uh, and, and then uh, that's recording. That's probably going to air at some point later on down the line. And my last plug, Source Materials comic uh, review of Mad Balls number one. Mad Balls number one. Do you ever have a Mad Ball, Coop? I never have. Not the Nor band. have I listened to much Not of the band, band Mad Ball. <laughs> I think we did a review for Mad Ball on here. Um, but anyway, Mad Balls was a, a, a toy like line of. It all started out like bouncy balls first, and then they kind of grew into footballs, but they're all like disgusting versions of these of these balls and uh, so anyway they made a comic book that was supposed to be three issues and went to 13 back in like 86 so i covered the first issue and talked about it it was a lot of fun and i have confirmed that tripped up trivia will be recording this nope next saturday the 21st uh where we're talking sci-fi so far as i know right now we have lined up uh we got david wright coming back to defend his championship he was one of the first uh, tripped up trivia winners and then I have uh, the second half of a mental health podcast host not the second half of the host the actual full host is <laughs> the second half of, I was about to say where'd the uh, first half go 
<laughs> uh, anyway, he's going to come on and he's going to compete. We may be bringing back Josh Hall's local uh, professional wrestler here in uh, in my area. He may be coming back. It'll be the Cosmic Cowboy Cole Cash, I should say. Uh, so he may be returning. And then I think Alexis may even have a couple people lined up, which means we'll have five or six people on that tripped up trivia, which is going to be a lot of fun. If you haven't had a chance, folks, go check that out. We got a month, every month, a episode will usually release of tripped up trivia uh, going along with one theme. Our last tripped up trivia, I believe, was uh, for magic related uh, related in film, related in print, related in games. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. We had a good time on that one. So I think that's all my plugs. Uh, Mark? Sir? Did you have anything else you wanted to plug before Coop plugs his stuff? No. Go ahead, uh, Coop, and plug your girlfriend's podcast that doesn't do the podcast anymore because she has a boyfriend. I mean, she's not my girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Her name is Natalia. Hi, Natalia. Hi, Natalia. Uh, Hi, Natalia. Uh, did y'all ever think about on the uh, unspoken issues? Did y'all ever think about doing any like the Batman Spawn crossovers from the nineties? Uh, we did. We did. Shit. We did a Spawn <laughs> Wildcats one. <laughs> I don't think we've done Batman Spawn. It's been one of those ones that we were like, because there's two. There's one that I think was published by DC, and then they flipped it and made it spawn Batman uh, for an image. Uh, so mm-hmm. yes, trust me, that's I'm I'm a big crossover uh, fan. So at one point I ought to put that on the list. Coop, you are more than welcome, buddy. It's it's not an exclusive club. You ever say, hey, I want to cover this, I'll bring you on, buddy. We'll talk about it. I was about to say if it wasn't like a gigantic tank of a book, I don't know if you ever read Planetary, but uh, that's a fucking ride. I've heard that's some good stuff. I got it from the uh, local library one time. Support it, folks. Support, Support your local, your local library. library, damn it. But uh, yeah, for we my... lose power and the episode. Yeah, there it goes again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for uh, I mean, for plugs, my friend Hannah one time had a podcast called uh, "Remind Me Why I'm Sober" about sobriety and shit. Uh, she don't really do it anymore. She's uh, been dating a guy for like two months and is ready to get husband number three. So. Uh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. You know what? She uh, she loves hard and loves fast. I guess. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, yeah, uh, that is all that I have, and uh, I really like cheese. That's all. I, that's all else I got to say. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us here on the Metal Hammer of Doom. Uh, check out the Metal Hammer of Doom extras on YouTube. They are YouTube exclusives. We clip out some fun stuff, uh, and we throw it up on TikTok, which I'm like way behind. I'm like two, three weeks behind on my TikToks now. Um, I'm just so busy. But anyway. Oh, uh, no. Check- so, so you don't have the TikTok of us reading, of, uh, <laughs> reading sec- Jesse's BDSM quiz? I'm going to try to work on it Friday before my wife takes me out on a sexy date. So anyway, um, so check out the Metal Hammer of Doom extras are some of the funniest things we've done on the network. Back back when Jesse and I, when it was audio only, uh, some of those Guns N' Roses November Rain, Jesse, oy, uh, or uh, Sir oh, Mix-a-Lot in Metal Church dancing in the Sparks Factory. You, uh, if, if folks, there have been Rattletch and Broadcasting memes that generated strictly from <laughs> the Metal Hammer of Doom. Sort the mail? 
Are yes. you kidding me? Sort the mail. <laughs> sort the mail. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about, but you need to go back and watch all the. We have like over. <laughs> there's over a hundred of those things. Yeah, eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna start editing those together, like one like hour long block of each one, and and throw it up on the network, but the American Whammy Network. But uh, anyway, all that to the say, American Whammy and Broadcasting Network. Yes. <laughs> Check out all of our Metal Hammer of Dooms are, are, are in the archive. But if you're looking for the Metal Hammer of Doom uh, extras, which we've been doing for about two months now, check those out on YouTube. For Jesse Starcher, for the Coop, Robert Cooper, I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave. <laughs>